Welcome to She Said, She Said podcast. I'm Laura Cox Kaplan. I've spent my entire career as an advocate, connector, problem solver, and master communicator at the highest levels of government and corporate America. With She Said, She Said podcast, I'm sharing what I've learned that's helped me, and I'm drawing additional perspective from a broad range of women who are creating amazing opportunities for themselves and others. Their stories hold important advice and perspective about common challenges and the best ways to tackle them. I know your time is precious, but stick around. I think you'll find this investment in you well worth it. Hi, friend. A couple of days ago, I called my parents on FaceTime, and when the camera came on, we all realized that we were dressed in festive holiday attire, completely unplanned. We had a good laugh and a moment that brightened everyone's day. Now, I haven't seen my parents in person since last Christmas, and that's probably true for many of you as well. I miss them terribly, but I am incredibly grateful for technology and the ability to spend time with them, at least virtually. It's not the way I expected to celebrate the holidays this year, but we are working hard to make the most of it, and I'm spending extra effort to connect with them as often as I can. It's really the next best thing. This year has really been all about making the best of things. Even though for most people, it has been far from ideal and certainly not what any of us had planned. Even if you've not suffered significant loss, there is still the loss of plans that have been scrapped, of school that has either been (laughs) virtual or hybrid, of graduations postponed or retooled, and of what we want the holidays to be versus what they are. And of course, not being able to spend time with friends and loved ones the way that we had imagined. As I was thinking about all of this, I was reminded of another dimension that ran through so many of the conversations on the podcast this year. Frankly, not just this year, but really since I started interviewing these incredibly interesting women about their stories. Crises and disruption and stressful experiences are often opportunities for tremendous growth. The old saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, could not be more true. But there's an element related to personal growth that I wanted to spend just a few minutes today talking about. And that is how a crisis, and in this case a pandemic, can create new opportunities if we look at them from the standpoint of what we can learn about ourselves, about each other, and about our organizations. I remember when I was first introduced to the work of Professor Carol Dweck. She's a Stanford University psychologist, researcher, and author who wrote a book called Mindset. The concept of mindset deals with the way we think about challenges and outcomes. Essentially, if you have a growth mindset, you are much more likely to approach challenges and setbacks as an opportunity to learn and grow. Whereas if you have a fixed mindset, you likely believe that talents and capabilities are hardwired and are more or less predetermined regardless of your effort. So if your mindset is fixed, you may be less likely to view setback as an opportunity to learn and more of an inevitability or something that you don't have any control over. 
Understanding this concept was so illuminating for me when I first ran across it, and it explained so much about those who we see take failure and setback in stride and use what they've learned versus those who had trouble finding value in the experience and thus had more trouble moving forward. Those who tend to use their setback also seem to have an added curiosity that really propelled them to dig deeper and to keep going back again and again and again, even when they failed repeatedly. If you haven't been exposed to Professor Dweck's work, it's worth adding her book to your reading list. Again, it's entitled Mindset, and I'll include a link to the book in the show notes for this episode, which is episode 132. As I look back on the conversations that I've had this year with almost 50 women who are creating opportunities for themselves and others in a myriad of different ways, I saw this idea of mindset play out over and over again. It was an important component and one that I found incredibly inspiring. The idea of approaching life and new experiences with excitement about what you can learn even, and maybe especially, if some discomfort is involved. That's saying quite a lot, since most of this year's podcast conversations actually occurred once the pandemic hit, and at a time when several of the entrepreneurs and business women that I talked to were having to toss out business plans and to do major pivots just to stay afloat. These women looked at these shifts with a sense of tackling what was in front of them and what they could control versus what they couldn't. They quickly recognized that to pine away for lost business was indeed a total waste of time and one that would actually set them back further. Now, if I'm making this sound easy, I do not mean to. It isn't. It's very hard. But it's the secret to so much in life. A great example is my conversation in episode 106 with Kate Boyer. Kate is the CEO of luxury activewear company Anatomy. Even before the pandemic, the company had been recognized as one of the most disruptive brands just behind Allbirds Shoes. Kate, together with her husband, Sean, who runs the design side of the business, had to even more fully embrace this notion of disruption. Kate used her keen understanding of her customer, and she retooled the company's marketing while simultaneously reinventing a sales force to make up for lost revenue due to COVID. Now, that's not so unusual, but doing it practically overnight and doing it overnight during a pandemic is unusual. Up until COVID, Anatomy relied on high-end resorts and cruise lines for almost a full 50% of its business. Kate's personal story clearly has informed her journey as well. She was born in Soviet-occupied Budapest, Hungary. Her journey from there to where she is today required tremendous grit, risk-taking, and determination, not to mention embracing entrepreneurship and free enterprise, which were all but unheard of under the communist regime of her youth. If you missed Kate and the episode, it's episode 106. You will love the story of why and how she got her start, but more importantly, how her upbringing and how the company's pre-existing appetite for risk and disruption likely gave them both the mindset and the culture 
culture that they needed to adapt during COVID. You can follow Kate and Anatomy, which is spelled A-N-A-T-O-M-I-E. You can follow them on Instagram at Anatomy Style, A-N-A-T-O-M-I-E Style. Similarly, when I spoke to Dr. Marissa Porges, who is the head of the Baldwin School for Girls and the author of a great book entitled What Girls Need, she rounds out this idea of mindset by tapping into how you can develop it through risk-taking. You see, Marissa had dreamed about and worked her entire young life to become a naval fighter pilot. It was only after she had achieved this milestone that she realized her physiology wouldn't allow her to continue. She got airsick. Even after all the training, she assumed it would go away. It didn't, and she was devastated. What she learned about setback ultimately shaped her philosophy. She's using her personal experience to help girls attending her school to understand and embrace this idea of a growth mindset. By the way, this insight is not just useful for girls. Check out my entire conversation with Dr. Marissa Porges in episode 114. I'll include a link to both that conversation as well as to Marissa's terrific book entitled What Girls Need, How to Raise Bold, Courageous, and Resilient Women. These are only a couple of examples from this year. There are so many others, and I urge you to check them out if you're looking for additional insights on this topic, and also to see how it's played out in real time for so many women. I was thinking about all of this in the context of the holidays. So many families are shouldering significant loss, while others are rightly sad and are missing plans and gatherings that have had to be put on hold or significantly altered. It's okay to be sad, but it's also important to be mindful of what is good and right with the world. There are always blessings. Indeed, they are everywhere when we stop to see them. And when we think about this idea of what we can learn and how we can continue to create magic by making the most of what we have and by seeing the blessings that are all around us. I'll leave you with my favorite prayer. It's the serenity prayer. All of you know it. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I am incredibly grateful that you've joined me this year. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you in 2021. Before I let you go, I also want to ask a favor. If you're enjoying She Said, She Said podcast, and I sure hope you are, I would be so grateful if you could share us with your friends. And I would also be so grateful if you would go on iTunes and give us a nice review. Just a few quick words and five stars, if you don't mind, would be awesome. Nice words and nice reviews make a big, big difference. They help us move up the charts and they help others who are looking for content like this to find it more easily. I really appreciate you being here as always. And I hope that you found some great perspective and got a positive lift for your week. I'll see you next time. Take care.